your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Solo. All right, welcome to a Friday of Lacrosse, Friday, Thursday of Lacrosse Talk PM. Getting ahead of myself. 608 785 7914 is the talking text line. Coming up on the show, we're going to talk fair maps, gerrymandering. There's rallies going on tomorrow across the state, across the state of Wisconsin, as the Supreme Court uh, takes up redistricting in the state. Uh, Connor Gla- Glason is going to come on. He's, he's with the group that's called Represent Us. And uh, it's a pretty interesting group that really is just trying to get money and trying to level the playing field in politics, just trying to get money out of politics as well. And uh, I think fair maps and, and this redistricting process is a big part of just kind of, I, I guess, you know, I'll make him, I'll make him describe exactly what they represent. But what I, but I think, it all, I think, you know, I think about it, what the name represents is, is what they represent. And that's us, the voter. So, Probably the simplest way to put that, but he's going to come on and talk about a rally that they're having at Cameron Park tomorrow um, at noon. So, always these rallies. They should hold these rallies in the summer. Be easier, right? And be kind of hot and muggy in the summer to do that stuff. I don't know if I'd want to do that either. I'd rather be out there in the winter, to be honest, except when it's really windy out. Then I don't want to be outside and... uh, dealing with the 30 below wind chills 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line if you check out wisdomnews.com right now front and center first pick first uh story on there is pretty good one Uh, this is something that we've talked about on the show a couple months ago with state representative jill billings um, and it's essentially just a, what's called a safe harbor law and a really good story on what Jill Billings has been trying to get passed through the legislature for, you know, just eight years as we, what do we do today? Do we make Wisconsin, do we make Colby cheese, the state cheese in the legislature today? I think that was one of the things I saw and I'm just kind of like, what, <laughs> This is what we're doing. It's the middle of a pandemic, and uh, we're debating uh, whether or not Colby should be the state cheese. Huge debate. Meanwhile, in the Senate, we're debating voting rights, right? Like the the filibuster, ending the filibuster to pass voting rights. And it wouldn't even have been. It, it wouldn't even have been to necessarily pass those voting rights bills, right? It would have been just to be able to vote on them because that's where we want to be because the filibuster just prevents us from voting on the things. So in Wisconsin, Jill Billings have been trying to get this safe harbor bill passed. And essentially it's, it, it's about, we can get into it in a, a little later, but essentially minors who are, you know, they have their their pimps or whatever are, are trafficking them. They're s- selling them out to be prostitutes and they can get arrested for prostitution. But it's like, well, how does a prostitution, how does a minor get arrested for prostitution because she's, or he's a minor. They're a minor. You can't, you can't have sex with minors. So why would it be? So what it would essentially be statutory rape, right? 
So essentially, the spill is is trying to end that because it's not helpful. Hey, yeah, let's get this minor uh, a criminal record for prostitution. That's going to help their entire life, right? Especially when they're in a situation that prevents them from getting out of the the this this being trafficked, right? Uh, but it's been it hasn't even gotten a, a hearing. We haven't even got it past committee or to committee. It's just sitting on the agenda. Hey, can we do this? Can we talk about this in committee? Nope, has never happened. Eight years, two two uh, two governor administrations at this point, um, and just the Republicans that control the legislature don't want to discuss it. So will all the Senate filibus things so that we don't even get to vote on? You know, legislation. We're not even going to think about seeing where each of our 50 senators stand on one thing or another. For this one, we are not going to debate it on the floor of the assembly. Therefore, we don't know where everyone stands on this. Because I'm, I feel like most people would stand uh, behind what Representative Billings is trying to pass here. So, anyway, that's my spiel. 608 785 7914. 608 785 7914. I'll turn the talk and text line on. I will do that. But coming up, we're going to talk to Connor about gerrymandering, fair maps. They're having a they're having a uh, rally tomorrow. Uh, Lacrosse Council Rebecca Schwartz is going to be there. Pastor Libby Howe, State Rep Steve Doyle, State Senator Brad Paff. They're all going to be there tomorrow at noon, uh, talking about fair maps. All right, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk about this. Welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM 608-785-7914 is the text line. Text me. You got you want to got a comment on gerrymandering and redistricting on the whole process that seems to be uh, a little messed up for, from what I can what I've learned over the past few years anyway is starting to look into this and be like what this is how we do what uh, but Connor Glasson is on with me. He's from uh, represent us the Wisconsin district. Connor, how does that work? How does represent us? Uh, where do you where are you representing Wisconsin and, and represent us? Yeah, good question, Rick. So, uh, represent us is a national um, organization. We are the nation's leading right left pro democracy organization, bringing together people from all across the political spectrum to pass laws that strengthen our democracy and protect it from anti democratic threats. Um, so. Where the Wisconsin part comes in, and I can get to that, is um, we are working in particularly four key states here that are at high risk of uh, gerrymandering, uh, as you've been covering on your show so well, um, Wisconsin being one of them. (laughs) And then uh, colleagues I have uh, include uh, ground game in North Carolina, um, Pennsylvania, and Florida. Um, So, yeah, we are ramping up here in Wisconsin. Um, but just a bit more about, you know, represent us. We, like I said, are, we're nation, national, um, got staff all over the country. Um, and we work on the federal level and in this, in, in hyper-local in the, in the state's level as well. Um, so since our funding, founding a decade ago, we've racked up 129 political wins in states and localities to pass things like ranked choice voting, uh, open primaries, anti-gerrymandering, and ethics reforms, just to name a few. Um, and, yeah, like I said, that's all at the uh, local and state levels as well. Yeah, this Connor Glasson's on with us, uh, represent us in the Wisconsin district. 
And tomorrow you're holding a rally, and it's beginning at noon at Cameron Park. A, a lot of, uh, you know, State Senator Brad Pass going to be there, state rep here in, in the Onalaska lacrosse area, Steve Doyle, Pastor Libby Howe, and uh, lacrosse city council member Rebecca Schwarz, and you, yourself. I don't know. Those are the speakers, right? Those are the people that are going to be be talking. But I guess why are you holding the rally tomorrow at Cameron Park? Like, what's the significance of doing that now? That is correct, Rick. Yeah, I am uh, brave in the cold, or all of us are brave in the cold in, in Wisconsin in January here. Um, really key reason, well, you know, um, the Wisconsin State Supreme Court is in the midst of deciding our um, legislative maps as of uh, this week. Or, well, I should say the um, court heard arguments uh, yesterday, Wednesday, the 19th. Um, and so basically the map making process in Wisconsin is coming down to, uh, is in the hands of the Supreme Court. Uh, it is a seven justice, um, Supreme Court, uh, that we have here in, in Wisconsin. Uh, a lot of us would say, uh, it is, uh, a four three split. Um, but there is a lot of hope with a swing justice here, um, so, yeah, hence the reason for the rally. We are sort of raising our voice and um, it is letting it be known that, you know, Wisconsinites are um, not ready for another decade of gerrymandered maps. Yeah, and the Supreme Court held hearings yesterday. You almost, you almost should have had the meeting two days ago, but the, the Supreme Court's not listening to you, are they? Are the Supreme Court go, wow, they've had, uh, you know, you're having rallies over the, all over the state tomorrow. Uh, does the Supreme Court even think about that stuff, do you think? Well, that's the goal, yes. Um, so, I mean, yeah, the arguments were heard yesterday, but the deliberation is still very much ongoing. Um, we have been, um, so Represent Us is part, partnering with the Wisconsin Fair Maps Coalition, along with the League of Women Voters here in hosting and coordinating these 16 simultaneous rallies across the state tomorrow. Um, the Supreme Court absolutely is listening. They are, you know, well, it's supposed to be apolitical and uh, respect the will of, uh, you know, Wisconsinites. And um, we want it to be known that Wisconsinites are fired up about our maps and gerrymandering. And, you know, we have conducted a recent poll that 87% of Wisconsinites oppose gerrymandering. Uh, so we're demanding fairer maps um, that truly reflect, reflect the will of the voters. How many, um, Connor, how many rallies tomorrow or maybe in the coming weeks or maybe the past couple of weeks are for gerrymandering? How many for pro-gerrymandering rallies do you think there are? <laughs> uh, well, all against gerrymandering, I should say. Right. No, it's <laughs> funny, right, though? But it's, it's kind of a funny concept because we don't we have these, you know, we exactly. want to get the politics out of the ability, the politicians out of the ability to draw their own maps. But we don't have anyone touting, hey, you know what, we want, actually we want, I mean, not a lot of people, I guess maybe there are a couple of people, actually I want my politicians drawing their own maps. I guess if your 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 uh, political party holds the ability to draw the maps, you would definitely be for that if you're in some kind of weird situation where you want just all the power to one party. But um, yeah, the the idea there, there's there's not a lot of rallies for the other side here. Yeah, no, funny you say that. No, exactly. Um, it's obviously a it's a corrupt corrupt issue you know it's 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 a way of essentially allowing um our politicians to select their voters rather than us the voters the people elect our politicians 
um, or our elected officials. So, uh, yeah, no one um, out there pounding the pavement in support of gerrymandering. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it's a, it's a big issue for a lot of different reasons that we can get into as well, Rick. How much How much uh, did you pay attention a couple, what was it, months ago now? Maybe a month and a half or so ago? Uh, the the <laughs> hearings held at the, at the state legislature, uh, what hours of hearings, and the only two people to speak for the map-making process that's currently held is the Senate leader and the Assembly leader, both Republicans. Those are the only two people to speak for the maps. Nobody from the public came, hey, you know what, I like the process that we do right now. Well, exactly. Yeah, I mean, so I think we had, you know, Speaker Voss is one of those people and, and you know, mentioned that this was just such a... Such a um, transparent process for which it was it was it was not there was uh, actually in the legislature just one day allowed for public comment we saw many other states allow for uh, multiple days of public comment over a long uh, you know quite a few months as well so um, yeah no one uh, came and vouched for for the maps and I mean it goes to show I mean Governor Evers vetoed these maps as we expected he would um, because they were very quite skewed. Yeah, the the I think the Republicans right now want to say, "Hey, we didn't we barely changed the maps." We the, you know, but uh mm-hmm. yeah, you changed the maps 10 years ago, but the Supreme Court recently said uh the the new maps that will be drawn can't be changed a ton. Um I don't know, when you when right. you heard that ruling, did you was it a like I don't did you swear? Did you throw your like brick cheese head at the at the TV or maybe the news story you were reading. And because yeah, 10 years ago, the maps, like we moved people all over the place now. And then the Supreme Court says, eh, we're not going to let you do that again. And it's like, well, uh, we have to right the wrong, but now you're saying you can't. Right, exactly. No, I mean, it was, to be honest, Rick, not entirely a surprise. <laughs> but for, and I, that's maybe unfortunate to say. Um, but yeah, it was obviously a blow to us. I, we would have liked to have maps that are uh, closer to the maps that we had in 2010, with allowing more balance in our state legislature. Uh, legislature, I should say. Um, you know, and we also have partnered with an, another nonpartisan organization, the Princeton Gerrymandering Project, uh, on the redistricting report card, um, and it's a really great group of political scientists out at, at Princeton that have this big voting rights lab, and they generated this online tool that has been creating voting maps throughout this redistricting cycle in, I think, every state as, they, as the maps get, like, drafted and drawn. Um, and Wisconsin State Legislature passed uh, an, a partisan F grade for their congressional, state house, and state senate uh, maps. Um, well, and, you-, you know, obviously it's trying to... Uh, secure one-party control for the next decade here. Well, you say partisan-esque? Is that, I mean, I need, I mean, I, I need grades, man. A, B, C, D, F. I mean, what what, what would Wisconsin get? Probably pretty close to an F? An, an F, yes. I yeah. did say an F. Oh, did you say partisan F? Maybe you said partisan F. Yes. Oh, you did, an Apologize, F. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Um, I thought you said "esk." I was like, "Well, it definitely is a little partisan." <laughs> um, we're speaking with Connor Glasson. He's he represents. It's weird to say he he's with. There we go. He's with represent us uh, out of the Wisconsin district. Uh, it's a national. Now you said there was there was four states that you were holding rallies in. Um, let me see. You said North Carolina, Pennsylvania. Uh, uh, sorry, Rick. We are operating right now ground games in four states. Uh, they're doing various, you know, 
activities as their, you know, state legislatures are, you know, drafting those maps and such. But uh, rallies, I'm not there. There very okay, much are rallies coming up in those states. Um, oh, I got you. No, that's all right. Every districting process comes well, up, but here in Wisconsin, we have got. Uh, just those rallies uh, tomorrow. Yeah, at 16, 16 locations. 16 locations, including Cameron Park at noon. All right, so you said four states, but uh, did I get them right? North Carolina, um, no, no, Blake, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. What was the other state? <laughs> Florida. You got it. Oh, Florida. Okay, so I haven't heard Florida. So a lot of times, so when I think of gerrymandering, I think Illinois is pretty gerrymandered to, toward Democrats, and Maryland, Maryland's pretty gerrymandered toward Democrats. Do you guys go after those states as well? You know, that's a good question. I think the, um, the answer is yes. I think we, you know, we'll call out any corruption that we see uh, see fit here. Um, we have right now at the moment, you know, I think we're really ramping up a lot in the next year. So it's very possible that ground game could be um, done, um, yeah, throughout Illinois and and Maryland as well. Um, yeah, it is funny because this I, isn't this isn't like a, a Republican thing or a Democrat. They're they're all doing no, it. So it depends not. on what state. Uh, because in Illinois, it's it's way the other way. In Maryland, it's way the other way. It's mm-hmm. way towards shifted towards Democrats. And um, so it just it's kind of annoying. So I didn't know Florida's pretty gerrymandered or or is on the verge of being very gerrymandered towards Republicans. Correct. Yeah, it's at a, at a high risk level of being very gerrymandered. So okay. um, that would be that would be correct. Yeah. Well, and all this um, all this stuff that we're doing, Connor, right now too. You, you know, we're 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 trying to convince the Supreme Court to well, adhere to or take oh, take maps that aren't drawn in. Uh, it, right? Is that is that the deal at this point in the battle? Hey, Supreme Court, can you just can you grab maps that are pretty fair for you know everybody? Is that kind of the the, the stance right now? That's that's the hope on our end, yes. So uh, where it stands right now, Rick, is uh, we have the Supreme Well, there was a, a period where, as you mentioned earlier, the Supreme Court said we are going to be uh, prioritizing, maybe is the right word, you know, that maps that are least change, quote-unquote. Uh, so least change, I think, as in moving the least amount of voters around, um, getting maps that are the most similar to what we currently have. Um, and there are, I believe, I want to say, you know, seven parties uh, in the um, that su- were that submitted maps to the Supreme Court, and those uh, parties are now arguing their case. The Supreme Court will, uh, you know, subsequently choose, uh, you know, I guess, quote unquote, who who wins, who wins, I guess, or who, who which maps they would like to uh, select, and those will be the maps that uh, are instituted throughout Wisconsin for the next 10 years here. It is, it is almost, at this point, too, we're all, we almost, the, the game is lost for a decade, right? Because now we're just waiting on a court to, uh, to pick a map that's, that's probably going to be drawn by the state legislature. Um, but, but what happens every year is, for the last 40 years, except for 10 years ago when Republicans controlled everything and they just drew the maps the way they want because nobody could oppose them, the 40 years before mm-hmm. that, the, this process is broken 
and it always went to the courts. The state legislature could never come to an agreement, which means, hey, your process doesn't work. We can't let the state legislature draw the maps. You never come to an agreement. Make an outside body that's nonpartisan uh, draw these things. But that battle's already lost here, right? Because we'll we'll have to fight that one for the next 10 years, right? For 10 years down the road, hopefully we can get this system uh, out of Wisconsin, maybe to adopt something like Iowa. Yeah, of course you got it, Rick. So, um, you know, this is why uh, having um, one-party control throughout all branches of government is a bit dangerous as well. So even to, as you said, in 2010, we had uh, the legislature controlled by one party as well as the governorship. And they were able to, in effect, cram through maps that were very skewed. So that's what we have at the moment. I mean, right now, we Wisconsin um, has thankfully, you know, adopted a, you know, got a an independent um, People's Commission maps um, that was actually received a grade of an A from the Princeton Gerrymandering Project. Um, they are nonpartisan, and we, you know, unfortunately, the commission role is merely advisory. So we need to definitely move away to move to a system that, you know, is um, putting more weight on the Wisconsin uh, People's Commission maps and where they have more of a final say or input on the maps that end up passing. Um, so we are in this, you know, in this fight for the long haul, you know, we are, as you mentioned, the, the, the it's, it's in the hands of the state Supreme Court right now. There's seven parties. Um, you know, some of the parties involve the state legislature, which is essentially the um, the, the state legisl- uh, legislative Republican caucus. Um, the congressional uh, Republicans, uh, so the five congressional members who are Republican from Wisconsin, submitted maps. Uh, Governor Evers. And then law forward uh, are some of those those um, those groups uh, as well that are now in the process of arguing their maps. Um, some look better than others, <laughs> you know. Some uh, may not be the grade of A, but uh, are certainly an improvement from uh, what the legislature uh, kind of rigged up here. Yeah, that's kind of glass, and he's with represent us. I honestly want to say U.S., but it's represent us. A rally tomorrow starting at noon. Uh, Rebecca Schwartz on the city council, Pastor Libby Howe, State Rep Steve Doyle, and State Senator Brad Paff are going to speak. Uh, they're representatives here in the lacrosse area. Um, and you're going to speak as well. But, Connor, thanks so much for joining me, man. And uh, it'll take about an hour, right, that 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 event? Yeah. We're going to be pretty brief because it is going to be pretty cold. So we're, we're, we're going we're gonna to get through. Uh, we're going to have a good rally, a good turnout. Bring a friend. Um, if you are listening now and, you know, fired up about – gerrymandering, which should be about 87% of you, uh, come on out to Cameron Park tomorrow, bring a friend. Uh, we will have some hot chocolate and coffee, uh, rally signs, yard signs to take home, um, asking that everyone wears a mask, and uh, yeah, you gonna have any? Welcome. You going to have any Kalula in your like inside pocket to just pour <laughs> in it? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks, thanks so much for joining me. Of course, Rick. All right, thanks take, for having me. Yep, yeah, bye. All right, that was Connor Glasson. Like you said, tomorrow noon, Cameron Park. Check it out. Add, uh, represent us. We'll be back. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM, 608-785-7914. This went from kind of an empty show to now I have guests all over the place. And joining me now on the phone, 
Mark Newman, Lacrosse City Council member, but a little bit more than that now, Mark. Again, you uh, you're throwing their, your hat in the ring, so to speak, uh, running running uh, running for Congress. Yeah, that's right, Rick. Uh, I was out today making the rounds. I was up at uh, Stevens Point early this morning, ran over to Eau Claire, and then came back down to Lacrosse. This is the kickoff day for the campaign, Mark Newman for Congress. All right. Well, congrats on doing that. You you did that last. Uh, two years ago as well. What did you learn from that process that you're going to take into into this one? Well, I certainly got a lot of technical experience, and I learned that I like the political arena. That last um, you know effort uh, at campaigning was because I was very, very adamant about the importance of single-payer Medicare for all, and I wanted to get that into the conversation. So that's why I entered the uh, the, the race. And uh, the other thing is, it's important when people come to vote that they get a choice. And so we had two names on the ballot last time, and I was very happy about that. But we're, we're f- familiar with our race this time. We have multiple candidates, and I was kind of waiting to see if we were going to get one that was going to speak up strongly for progressive issues. Not seeing that by the end of November, it was time for me to say, you know, somebody has to carry that message. we got to get a full uh, spectrum of of uh, policy ideas into our campaign, into our Democratic campaign this uh, this uh, primary. And so my plan is to carry a strong progressive message. Now, Medicare for All, obviously one of the big, the big ones. Um, some people get nervous when they hear that. But what is your argument uh, for Medicare for All when, you, when you're, you know, you're talking to a huge district here, Mark, and uh, just you know, some people are scared. It, 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 Government-run health care is kind of the, kind of the, uh, the adage there. Yeah, that's for sure. I know uh, a lot of people don't like the name Medicare for All, and it does. It's kind of loaded in some people's, um, you know, appreciation. But the problem for us is that our health care financing system is very inefficient, very ineffective, and in a lot of cases, it's cruel. People end up with family members very sick or injured, and what does our our current financing system do? It adds on extra burdens of suffering that other financing systems in other countries uh, do not impose upon the people that live in those countries. So call it what you want. It's single payer. That means one one uh, checkbooks paying the bills. It's publicly funded, and it's similar to what uh, we see in Canada, but it's also a lot like Medicare, but it has to be more expansive than Medicare, and it has to be uh, providing other services that we don't see in Medicare that was actually uh, created in 1965. You know, medicine's come a long way since then. We're speaking with Mark Newman. He just kicked off his campaign for the 3rd Congressional District today. I think you're five candidates, Mark. Is there five other Democratic candidates running against what will essentially, I think, only be one Republican? Uh, and- I don't know about the Republican part, but, um, you know, in our Democratic campaign, our uh, uh, spring election, or what do you call it, this um, uh, primary. primary election, and we're going to vote on August. It's going to be a nice, a nice group of uh, candidates. So people are going to have a lot to think about and a lot to learn about. We can have a good conversation about what's important to us in the future of our governance. Now, you definitely said you 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 saw the other candidates. They weren't. Pro- tell me if I'm wrong. They're not progressive enough, and you that's why you threw your hat in the ring. Well, I think the big one for me was the touchstone was I was looking for somebody that was going to be a strong supporter of a single-payer health care um, insurance plan for the whole country. That that was the thing that I really, I, 
last time it had to get into the conversation, and I wanted to see it get in again this year. And the other issues, I mean, I have other progressive issues, you know, the importance of responding to our climate crisis and justice and security. But, um, yeah, you'll have to have me come back on the show, and we can talk about all those things, too. Yeah, for sure. I I, uh, I'm, I'm all about not having to worry about if I go to the doctor, how much is it going to cost? Will insurance cover it? And what will my deductible be? And will I have to, how much will I pay? I just have no idea. So that, and that's kind of the point of Medicare for all, right? A universally run healthcare system. Well, you know, I, I, I'm kind of repeat again. It's not that we're actually running a healthcare system. We are running how we pay for it. So who's going to carry the, the checking the checkbook you know we have one checkbook it's federally funded and that pays the bills we have the same hospitals the same doctors we have all the other parts of our health care system we're just going to pay for it together through one system so that we can make it more efficient and we can control prices and we can get away from what you just said people being uh suspicious that they needed to get some help but they're they're hindered because they're afraid how much is this going to cost me that should not be a hindrance to people getting care. Yeah, I want to go to the doctor, and then the doctor says, "Oh, yeah, here's what's wrong with you." And then see you later. Have a good day. <laughs> hopefully, you hopefully you get better. Uh, and then I don't have to think about any of the other things. I only want to th- when I when it comes to my health care, I only want to think about my health, not all the other things that come with it financially. Especially if you're not feeling well, you know, either you're just doing a health check, which you you need to do, and you don't want to be hindered from that. But if you're feeling ill or if you're injured, you certainly don't want to add on to those worries an unnecessary worry of how we're going to get this paid for. They call that uh, financial toxicity. So we're already suffering. Let's just kick on some more suffering for people in our country when they're sick. We're speaking with Mark Newman, kicking off his campaign for the third congressional district running as a Democrat. Mark, what were you? Uh, uh, how long? How many hours on the road were you today? Because the third congressional is huge, and you went to Stevens Point. You might not even need to go to Stevens Point again. <laughs> I know we were talking about that a little bit. You know, we just have to wait and see how that pans out. But yeah, that was a lot of time for meditation on the road there. Not not real meditation, but reflection. Put it that way. So we had we had some good reflections along the road. Were there any conversations with people in Stevens Point about that? Like, oh yeah, that's we feel a little bit. Uh, I don't know what the word would be, but the the, uh, the idea that we don't know who's going to represent us in the next congressional term. Well, you know what? That's just a good example of what our gerrymandering does. It treats us, the the voters, like we're just some piece of football or something that can be kicked around. And certainly I would not uh, feel um, misunderstanding for people up in uh, Portage, county they you know one of the folks up there told me they're trying to uh, divide their county possibly into three different districts and that's just insulting to us the voters that we this gerrymandering just treats us like we don't really count for anything and passes around like a piece of baloney yeah and are you going to be at the rally tomorrow there's a rally in cameron park about gerrymandering in lacrosse you know i'd love to be there but i got a couple more places to stop in tomorrow to talk about this campaign, so I'm heading over to Richland Center, and then I'll come back and check in at Viroqua. All right. Mark Newman, thanks a lot. Congratulations and good luck. All right. I'll see you another time. Thanks, Rick. All right. Bye-bye. That was Mark Newman. He's a city council member right now. He's running again for Congress in as a Democrat in the 3rd Congressional District. All right, we're going to take a quick break. William Garcia, Democratic County Chair, is sitting in here with me. 
Uh, we're going to chat a little bit uh, before we, we, we're done. All right, we'll be back. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talk text line. William Garcia, the Lacrosse County Democratic Party chair, is sitting in here with me. We've got to do a podcast, William. We're, yep. uh, we're rolling through what state Senate candidates or is it, is it another? Senate candidates. Today's another Senate candidate. Yep, we're doing podcasts with basically everyone running for statewide office over the next three months. And, I, you know, we can just do uh, like show prep here or, or just uh, right. get, <laughs> brainstorm a little bit. So we're going to bank a couple of these, and we've been releasing the Democratic Voice podcast on Mondays, but we're going to have a lot of these candidates. So we might we might do the candidate ones like on Wednesdays or we Thursdays or something. Yeah. Okay, that's what I was going to ask you off the air, but then now you're here. So, um, All right, so we were talking about gerrymandering. There's a rally tomorrow at noon just to to kind of – I guess I don't know what – what is the point of a rally? The Supreme Court is going to decide on the maps – um, if we're holding 16 rallies throughout the state, the, the Supreme Court isn't going, oh, well, they held a rally in La Crosse, are they? No, it, the Supreme Court does pay attention. I mean, remember, Supreme Court is an elected position. Okay. The Supreme Court pays attention to what people are saying and doing. All right. Now, they are going to write a decision All right. that um, that looks legal and formal, but it is completely naive to believe that they are going to make a decision completely removed from the will of the people, all right, especially because they're elected officials. So all of these rallies, I mean, they're important for a lot of a lot of reasons, um, but uh, one of them is to tell the Supreme Court, you know, we, we wa- we're watching you, we see what you're doing, we know what you're doing is wrong, and if you rule in a, a kind of illegal fashion, we are going to call you on it come election day. All right. That's William Garcia, the Cross County Democratic Party chair. Um, also, the the maps, there's like multiple maps. Is the Supreme Court going to take one of these maps from a group that we haven't really heard of before? Yeah, well, um, I mean, it's probably going to take a map. It's probably, sadly, going to just take the Republican map, which is a ludicrous map. Um, and one of the reasons we know that is because they have kind of already pre-announced that they're really in favor of what you call a, a least change map, which means that they believe that the best map is one that is um, the least bit changed from the previous map. That would have been a great argument a decade ago. That would have been a great argument a decade ago when three point three million people changed districts in Wisconsin because Republicans wanted to draw uh, congressional maps that were way easier for them to win. And of course, we've seen that happen because um, they have a massive Republicans have a massive uh, uh, lead in terms of how many congressmen we send to Washington, uh, even though the vote is always 50 50 or more. We, we've had one where Rep- Democrats won more votes for Congress people, but we still sent all the Republicans to Congress. So the the gerrymandering is is bad, but it's really in bad faith for our Republicans to argue. Oh yeah, we should be um, we should be a map of least change when one. The map was so completely manipulated and destroyed 10 years ago because there was no one to hold them in check. Now they've got someone in check, so they're desperately fishing for an argument. Right? Um, and then it's also disingenuous because they're saying that, but then they're also doing something like what they're trying to do in Stevens Point, which is take a liberal county and divide it up into not one, not two, but three different districts in order to dilute the power of that liberal county. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right, Kevin texted in a little while ago, and I, I didn't. I didn't have this 
up for uh, for Connor to talk about, but I think maybe you could talk about it. Uh, Kevin says gerrymandering happens on a local level. Look up the La Crosse County supervisory maps to see it on a local level. What do you think of that? Yeah, that's kind of ridiculous. I mean, I I have to play. I have to hand it to the Republicans that they they um, they're playing a really fancy political game here, but it's all nonsense. All right. So what happened is, I mean, obviously, La Crosse County grew. We've got to redraw the maps. They form a committee to draw those maps. Those maps committee members are made up of people that are on the board. La Crosse County is largely Democratic, so more of those people are Democrats. But here's the thing that happened. They basically said, all right, anyone can join the board, all right? And people did. There was a conservative person who joined the board. And then he resigned because he saw that he was the only conservative on the board. So he left the, the, the map drawing board. And then they came out and argued, well, there are no conservatives on the map drawing board. Because they left. They were allowed to be there. So the, the, the trying to say that there was some like conspiracy about gerrymandering in lacrosse is ludicrous. They had an opportunity and they, they flat out left because they knew that they were going to um, like not get a map they wanted. So instead of like trying to participate, trying to like be in a democracy, they just refused to participate so that they could come back later and say, oh, we don't like the map. It was bad for us. It was it's ludicrous. It's a terrible argument and very disingenuous of the Republicans to try and spin this as a gerrymandering issue. And we, we created one more district in the county, right? We did? And, the, and that district went to a rural area. So if you want to pretend that all rural people are conservatives and all city people are Democrats, which is ludicrous because I'm a rural person, uh, but but the, the, the process created a district in a rural area, yep. I believe, right? Yep. Um, all right. So this the other thing, too, is when, when you get to these Supreme Court maps, um, how are the able? Uh, someone texts in. How are the people of Wisconsin involved or able to provide their input to the current and proposed maps? Is it just stuff like this? These rallies? No, no. Well, and I will point. say, sadly, for the most part, a lot of that happened. But um, Governor Evers put together a Fair Maps Commission, and uh, that commission went around for months in 2021. They went all over the state. They went to. Um, County after county after county, taking advice, taking recommendations, hearing from people. Um, and, of course, that l- process was largely passed. So uh, this is this is the moment to, if you really want to say in gerrymandering, that you need to just be contacting your representatives, whether they're Republican or Democrat, and saying, look, I don't care how you vote, whether you're conservative or liberal. What I care about is that the election process is fair. And that's what you need to be telling your 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 Congress people. Now they held counter from Ed, uh, represent us talked about this counter Glasson. Glasson, um, he said that it was it was pretty bad that the state legislature only held one public hearing oh. on something that's going to affect us for a decade. And let's be clear on that. That's the the Republican because the Republicans have complete control in both the House and the uh, the in both the Assembly and the Senate in Wisconsin. So when. Uh, we're talking about Democrat Governor Evers opened the process up to everyone, had things all over the country, the state that were basically like, come talk to us, tell us your concerns, right. open to Republicans, open to Democrats, everyone. The Republican map was drawn behind closed doors. They had one meeting and then they just voted on it. And that was it. Yeah. And that hearing that they held, the public hearing in Madison, uh, only two people spoke for the process or for the maps that they made. Uh, Robin Voss and Devin LeMahieu. 
the uh, Senate leader and the Assembly leader. So nobody from the public. No. Is, is, am I getting that wrong? Is nobody nope. from the public? No, because no one from the pub- public was involved. But, but 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 people from the public went to this meeting and spoke out against the maps. Mo- sure, like many but no, people. Yeah, no one for it. I think it was like a seven or because 10 they hour... knew that they they knew they already had it. I mean, that's the thing when you when when you've got um, extremist Republicans that control the assembly and the Senate, you don't need to stand up and like argue what you're saying because you know your side's going to win anyway. So it, and you as a citizen, and you know me as a citizen, I feel like I need to go speak. I need to go to Madison, speak out against this map making process. So I go into the legislature and talk during this public, the one public hearing that Republicans held uh, statewide, but no Republicans that are part of this process decided. Do you know what I'm, do you yep. understand what I'm saying? Yep. It just seems funny. And we're also, are there, are we holding any rallies for the process? Like, are there pro, uh, let no. the, the politics, no. you know what I mean? It's just kind no. of a funny thing to point out. We're not seeing any rallies across the state no. for this process, for these maps. If everyone loves these maps, then we should be seeing some rallies. This is a, this is still a process that isn't decided. But we're not seeing any of it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, it was. It's just kind of a funny thing that I always like to point out. Anyway, that's William Garcia. Uh, and I'm Rick Solom. Have that's a great all. day. Whether you're a seasoned chef or just starting your culinary journey, Cooley Region Cooks is your new podcast resource. Discover new techniques. Hear from local culinary heroes who are mastering the art of the kitchen. Join us every Thursday morning at 10 on WIZM. Stream your favorite cooking tips, local chef interviews, and mouth-watering recipes on the WIZM app. Or find us on your favorite podcast platform. Stay updated and engaged by following us on Facebook. Just search Cooley Region Cooks today.